Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. I would say in about the last three to four weeks, I've noticed something very different with clients, non-clients, people in our industry. And there's a big change going on. And the change is, well, we're kind of getting back to normal. We're going to an all-in office or a hybrid model. And it's almost like it's lulled people a little bit to sleep. And, And let me explain what I mean by that. Often when we have a major thing, such as a pandemic, it really intensifies us, right? It gets us thinking, oh my gosh, what do we need to do? What do we need to do to get through this time? A lot like the Great Recession in 2008 to 2010. And it really prompts us. It almost kind of grabs us, pinches us to say, be empathetic, be aware, be concerned about your employees, keep your eyes open, look for opportunities. And now we're kind of getting into that lull. And what's really funny is I've noticed a sequence of requests from clients, non-clients, people that we talk to. And the requests are, well, you know, I was talking to this employee and you know, it kind of went sideways. You know, what should I do? Think about this from a linear perspective. Think about on the left side of the page, you have an objective. And then on the far right side of the page, you have a desired result. It's not a straight line. We want it to be a straight line. It's not a straight line. And I was leading a session and one of the L&D directors of this client site said, I've never heard you use the term conversational navigation. I said, oh, really? And he said, no, I've never heard you use that term. And conversational navigation is when I go into coaching conversations, people who are experienced in coaching, people who are really gifted, certified, non-certified, but have coaching conversations all the time, we often go into conversations saying to ourselves, we don't know where it's going to go and we're okay with that. And it hits me. That's one of the foundational struggles leaders have. I've got someone with a bad attitude, so they need to have a good attitude, and I want to get there. It doesn't work that way. So why do they have a bad attitude? Why is someone who's not motivated, why are they unmotivated? What's causing it? And I had a conversation with a leader who she was really quite concerned, not upset, concerned, and she was talking about one of her employees and how they are lacking motivation, and she tactically went right to the end. I want you to hear this. She went tactically to the end. He's got to be more motivated. We need this job done. And she just went on and on about the job. And I said, I want to ask you something. And you're going to think I'm being really condescending or humorous. And I know her pretty well. And she said, what? I said, what motivates him? And I completely interrupted her thought pattern. Because what she was doing was she was jumping to the end saying, I got to get him here now. And the guy who she's coaching is throwing her curveballs. So she would leave the meeting. She would leave frustrated. And she said, well, what I need is, I said, it's not what I asked you. What I asked you was what motivates him? Before you answer, not only what motivates him, 
But I'm going to ask you a really blunt question. Is he comfortable sharing that with you? Notice I brought my tone down. And she just stopped. We're on a Zoom call and she looked at me and she goes, I don't know. I said, awesome. So you don't even know what motivates him. So you're trying to motivate him. And she said, that doesn't sound right. And I said, no, it doesn't. I said, I make the same mistake. So she went back to this gentleman and she said, look, I don't care what your answer is. Yet I want an authentic, I want you to be honest with yourself so you can be honest with me. I really don't want you to worry about your response. What really motivates you inside the job and maybe even things outside the job? And I prompted her. I said, when you hear things, just listen. Don't respond. Use something called bridge statements. Tell me more. Could you elaborate? How come? Interesting. You know, how would you describe that? Bridge statements keep people talking. She calls me up and she said, within eight minutes, I knew more about this guy than I did the year before. See, when we're leaders and we're driving and we're tactical and we have this end destination, it's not a straight line. And a lot of times we don't know how we're going to get people there. We want to get them there in a straight line because in theory, the straight line takes less time. It does not. So what she found out is that this gentleman felt very pigeonholed in his job. He was lacking motivation. He felt like, you know, it's a job. He was not inspired by the job. When she asked the question, what would you like to do? He said, honestly, I don't know. So she called me and she said, what do we do with that? And I said, well, one, you can help him explore it. Now you can have some career conversations. What does it look like? If you were doing something tomorrow morning that you're not doing today, describe what that would look like. So over time, she started to have these conversations. And what they found out was he mentally did not want to be in that seat. So we can try to motivate and inspire and do all these great things as it relates to the job. But the person... The person's mindset was not there. So what was so cool about it is she said, you know, it's so interesting. Now that I know this, I look back and I interrupted her and I said, now do things in the past make a lot more sense? She goes, totally. She said, how did I miss that? I said, I think you were trying to go from here to here in a straight line. And you may have lacked conversational navigation. She said, what do you mean by that? I said, conversational navigation is when we get into a conversation and we navigate within the conversation without steering. Conversational navigation is how do I learn? What can I learn about this person? What are this person's triggers, their motivators, their inspirations? What do they ultimately want? I don't try to get to a destination, the desired place right away. Because it comes at the expense of conversation. I think one of the greatest things that we can do in the workplace is have leaders do something called listening chats. And I have to tell you, we have had a number of companies do these and they will tell you it is so hard and it is so frustrating. The funny thing is it's actually very simple in theory. A, a listening chat is a part of conversational navigation. But a listening chat is you call someone in the office and you say, Susie, Tell me what you're going through. What are some things you're seeing on the front lines? Educate me like I wouldn't know. And then tell me what you think we could do better. And the role of a listening chat is to just listen. 
not rebuttal, not interrupt, not give an opinion, not negate what they're saying, even if they say something wrong. And I've had leaders come back and say, I left so frustrated. I said, why? They said, because a couple of the things they said were out of context and it wasn't true. I said, you can still go back. I said, but what do you think you earned in that moment by just listening? Every person says it. Trust. I said, right. Had you said your opinion's wrong or no, 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 you're wrong or you, you've taken this out of context. You think that person's coming back through your office door willingly? Probably not. Conversational navigation is going in, knowing that you have a destination, but not trying to steer them there. Conversational navigation is to learn, to take a wiggly road, to take a diversion and explore it, to learn as much as you can. When we have conversations where we walk out learning two or new three, two or three new things about our employees or the people that we're coaching, we are ahead of the curve. We will get to our destination quicker. A lot of times we want to go in a straight line. That often leads to something called a directive. Conversational navigation is we're going to take different places, different roads, different tours, different paths to get there. But when we do that, the re information we get is of higher quality, higher integrity, because we're just having a conversation. Trust me when I say, when leaders try to steer and get somebody there, they know they're being steered. Sometimes they'll just give the answers that the leader wants. Conversational navigation takes practice and a willingness to explore. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to you where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to you. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.